It's time for the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. And now, your hosts, Rob Roberts and Shane. And welcome back, everybody, to another week of the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. My name is Rob Roberts, and join me in studio, as always, Say hello right over there to the one and only Shane. Hello. Oh, you didn't cut me off that time. I wasn't paying attention. Are you feeling okay? I was reading Big Brother stuff. I see, oh, I see. What's more? Do, do you are you going to start a Big Brother podcast now? No. Oh. Even though this season is the one that's not even on TV is probably better than the, the last ones that five have seasons. been. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but it's looking like it's going to go downhill. Uh, so. All right, well, look, we're here to talk about Pokemon, not to talk about your love of Shelby or whoever it is you're looking, rooting for. Love Shelby. All right. But is actually, no, this is Pokemon related. Isn't isn't Alex on that season, like, wasn't in her little clip? Wasn't she, like, a gamer? Yeah, she likes Pokemon. The other night, like, or sorry, like, last week, uh, Shelby and Scott, when he was still in the house, and Alex were all talking about Pokemon together, apparently. That's awesome. Yes, and I love all three of them. So. Were they playing Pokemon Go like everybody else, or were they playing the DS games, or what? They can't play anything. They were well, just talking about I mean, it. But, well, obviously, they played something before they went uh, on TV. They don't say that stuff. I can't read their minds. Who knows? I thought maybe they were given specifics. Uh, if, I think they were just talking about like what Pokemon were their favorites. If, if, I didn't see the clip, so... If you and I were in the Big Brother house, well, first off, I'd get you voted out. But second off... Good luck. Uh, second off... Uh, we would uh, probably talk about Pokemon or other video games at great length, and it would be caught on camera for everybody. Maybe to see. I'd probably get bored of that pretty quick. <laughs> In between your scheming to get me voted out, before I get you voted out, I'd get everybody voted out. All right. Anyway, let's talk about what has been going on with Pokemon. Well, first, I guess we spoiled this a little bit on OLR, but your update on the shiny hunts. For those that didn't hear OLR, what happened with your shiny hunts? I hit my 100, finally. Congrats. Um, I, honestly, I have not been shiny hunting since. So I, I literally stopped at 100 and then decided to work on something else. So you hit 100 and stopped? Yes. And then you used a trick that a listener suggested you should switch to, Well, it's right? something I was already doing. And I was more focused on trying to get shinies out of the friends safaris that I kind of really wanted anyway. But then at some point, I was just like, you know what? This is getting boring. I'm just going to go fishing for them because they, they usually come faster if you get lucky. And so I did end up getting like, uh, what did I get? I know my last one was Octillery. And then before that, I got two uh, Phoebus um, so that I can get a Phoebus and a Melodic. Well, I was trying to give the listeners of the show some credit, but there you go once again, just stepping on dreams, crushing It's them. not dreams. Everybody knows about the fishing thing. I even said when it was brought up, yes, I have like a guide, or not a guide, but I like mapped out where I'm going to go fish for these things. So I appreciate them telling me that, and I would have done it anyway, so... <laughs> All right. So anyway, you fished up your hundredth shiny. Yes. And now it was you're a dumb done. octillery. It was like, what is? Oh, that's my last one. That's kind of sad because it's just like ugly, brownish gold. So are you? Are you? Are you stopping Pokemon completely right now? Like, what's going I on meant in your to, Pokemon world? I meant to because I wanted to get back to my new Ace Attorney game and Rhythm Heaven, but instead I was like, so we all know about the. Well, I know. I'm not sure if you do. Um, know about the uh, Masuda breeding method where you take one Pokemon from one region and then another Pokemon from another region and you breed them and that increases your chance of a shiny. I did know that because you've talked about it before. Okay, well, yeah. I'm sure you didn't listen. Um, so I have a Korean Ditto 
that I've been paired up with for my breeding for a long time. And I feel like it's not working um, for my shiny eggs. Uh, I mean, just look at all the Oshawats I've had that never amounted to anything but like clothing after I hatched them. <laughs> or off to the candy factory. Yeah. Maybe your Korean ditto just finally got worn out. Like there's only no. so much breeding one person can do. No, no, because A, he's it's only given me one two shinies ever. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I decided to um, my my current goal, which is really not even that. It's just putting some time in, and I'm almost there. Is to get in my Japanese copy a ditto, and that way I know for sure that my Japanese system with Japanese Y can will have a Japanese ditto that I can breed with any of my American games. Oh, are you worried that the Korean ditto was hacked or something? Not that it was hacked, um, but. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it could have been hacked for all I know. I, I got it off the global trade system at some point. I don't remember when. Um, and I'm pretty sure I brought it up through the game. So I don't know. Like, it would make sense that it's not. But who knows? But this way, I know for sure that the method is complete with, you know, this ditto. So that's what I'm doing now. I, I think I'm up to, like, my sixth badge in why um and i just started like what a week and a half ago so um i should be finishing that up well before sudden moon come out not next week but the week after awesome yes yeah we're only we're less than two weeks now from sun and moon huh yep excited yes right. i'm excited because i'm taking work off for it too <laughs> it's pretty awesome uh, well, since I know you care about what's going on in Pokemon Go nope. for me, no, I'm still I'm still playing a lot. Uh, I'm well now the level grinds are getting longer, but I'm part of the way through level 21, probably more than halfway at this point, and just trying to get my walks in uh, every other day or so and uh, catching Pokemon while I'm on my walk. But there's been a lot of changes in Pokemon Go that have uh, kind of you know, changed what I've been getting and how much I've been getting. Should we talk about Pokemon Go news? No. I think we should. Uh, let's talk about what's been going on in Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Pokemon No news. <laughs> Actually, no, there's a lot going on in Pokemon Go. I don't know why you're so damn negative on Pokemon Go, because uh, there's still been a lot of interesting updates going on. For example, you remember how last time we taped a show, we said, oh, there's no way that there's going to be a special event or anything like that. Ha ha ha. Not even 12 hours after we published that episode, they came out and said, guess what? We are doing a Halloween event. And uh, it was from October 26th to November 1st, as those of you that are playing Pokemon Go found out. Uh, there were a lot more ghost types that were spawning. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe it was just me. It wasn't so much ghost types as it was Meowths and Cubones were everywhere. Meows and Cubones everywhere. But I definitely did notice that there was a lot more, like, Drowsies that I was picking up and Gastlies. So uh, I was finally able to pick up enough uh, Gastlies to evolve to a haunter, so that was pretty cool. And I got enough drowsies to evolve to a hypno, so that was cool too. So, uh, yeah, during that event. And what was also cool about that event is you were getting double candy for any Pokemon you caught. So since it only takes like 12 candy to evolve a Pidgey, you only had to catch two Pidgeys and you would get evolve bonus experience. So that was pretty cool. And you got double candies for walking. You got double candies for eggs. You got... You got a lot of increased stuff. So the game was kind of in turbo mode over Halloween week, but it ended, sadly. Yay. Why are you yaying? 
That was good Good that we were getting the extra candy, although I suppose it lessens the grind, but I uh-uh. I guess because I just really don't like what they've turned the game into, so I'm happy that things are like... Do you think there's it. anything they could do to bring you back? Is it just the tracking? The tracking needs to go back to the way it was, because that's fun. They also need to... I don't know. I think the tracking is like my main thing still, and I don't think anything that they've done to change tracking has been like successful in my eyes well speaking of tracking, and i want more generations i'm so tired of gen one well speaking of tracking that is something else that they've changed in pokemon go uh it is rolling out to more areas it still hasn't rolled out to everybody but they did just announce on facebook uh that the tracking the newer tracking mechanism that's only been in the city limits of san francisco has expanded to the entire san francisco bay area I don't know if that means like all the way to San Jose or if that means like just the area around San Francisco or what, but apparently it works in Oakland. So, but it doesn't work here in you, Sacramento. You test it, you checked. Which is, yeah, I, I, well, I would have noticed because I still play the game, uh, but it doesn't work all the way over here. I think we're still too far uh, in Sacramento, which isn't, I don't know, some people call it the Bay Area. It's, it's really, really not. not. It's like two hours away. So I don't know where they drew the line. Like my question would be, is Vallejo count? Like, what, what do they consider the Bay Area? What, what would not be? So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, anyway, parts of Arizona. They don't say what part. Does that mean, like, Phoenix and Tucson? Does that mean, like, wh- what parts? But they say parts of Arizona. And the Seattle area of Washington now has it. Which So, people at Nintendo headquarters can play with the new tracking system. Because that would be in the Seattle area of Washington. So, uh, hopefully, we'll see more areas get this. I don't know why they're so slow to roll it out. That is a little bit frustrating. But uh, more people will get to experience the new tracking mechanism again. Uh, this is the one that will actually show you what Pokestops uh, are, have Pokemon hanging out at them. And it will kind of transform the map a little bit. It is pretty cool to see in progress. Uh, I did check this out when I was in San Francisco not terribly long ago. Still um, don't think it's a good tracking system. Uh, I understand why you don't like it as much as the old one. It would be nice if they had both, but we'll see. Anyway, uh, daily bonuses also coming to Pokemon Go, uh, an idea that comes from a lot of mobile games that encourage you to check in to get your daily bonus. What, all those Final Fantasy games have daily bonuses? It's very standard for app games, so uh, not too big of a surprise that Pokemon Go is going to be putting it in as well, especially with the rumors that... Well, not really rumors, but just the data that less people are playing Pokemon Go than were. This is kind of a chance for them to try and stop some of the hemorrhaging. Uh, Anyway, if you catch a Pokemon, the first time you catch a Pokemon in a day, you get 500 experience and 600 Stardust. For seven days straight, you get 2,000 experience and 2,400 Stardust. The first time you visit a Pokestop in a day, you get 500 experience and additional items. And then every day for seven days straight is 2,000 experience and a greater number of items. This isn't in the game yet, but I'm imagining it'll be in a later update. So um, that's pretty cool. But in my opinion, for seven days straight, they ought to give you some gold as well. Especially when the gym game is so crazy right now. Like, How is it crazy right now? Well, I, the, all the gyms around here are 50,000 to 50,000 ranked 10 gyms. Like, it's just one team will dominate the gym, and it makes it very, very, very hard to take over. And then even if the gym is your color, there you can't boost it up anymore to put your own Pokemon on it. So the gym game is just kind of weird right now. So And I don't really play it a lot anyway. But, 
you know, that's the only way to get the free gold. So it would be nice, I think, with these daily bonuses if maybe you could get some free gold as well. It doesn't have to be a ton, but maybe enough to get another uh, incubator once in a while. Or just straight up give me the incubator and some of these bonuses. Like, I would be very, very happy about that because, you know, I want to hatch more eggs. I don't want to necessarily have to buy stuff to do it. Anyway, uh, one other new thing that I, I think is, like, really huge news. And, I, Shane, I don't know why you're still so negative on the game because I think this is one huge thing that they're fixing. Uh, they made a tweet, and this is something that is already happening in the game. Professor Willow has discovered that Pidgey and Rattata no longer hatch from eggs. He also found that Eevee now only hatches from 5-kilometer eggs as opposed to 10. I never got a 10-kilometer egg the entire time I was playing. So, Oh, really? I have. Yeah, not once. Not so. once, huh? Nope. Okay. I get 5-kilometer eggs a lot, but I had a 10-kilometer towards the beginning of the game. I mostly got twos. Huh, interesting. Well, no more Pidgeys and Rattatas from those 2-kilometer eggs. I guess that's good. Yeah. I didn't hate the Pidgeys in eggs because you get a boatload of candy, so it was just evolution experience for me. Rattatas, though, that annoyed the crap out of me, to be fair. But speaking of Pidgeys and Rattatas, Professor Willow also discovered that you may encounter other Pokemon where Pidgey, Rattata, and Zubat were previously more commonly found. So they are changing up the spawns a bit so that Pidgey and Rattata are not like the joke Pokemon that spawn everywhere. I mean, they're still going to be there, but you're going to find other Pokemon as well. And I'm even noticing just from launching the game, I see a lot more of the Nidoran, male and females. Uh, I see Venomat. I see... Venomat. I see... I I almost said Venomoth, and I know that's not right. It's Venonat. Yeah, it's Venonat. Uh, and then I saw, well, Paris, I was always seeing that everywhere. Uh, and then I, I saw a Pikachu today just randomly and I didn't think my home area was a nest for Pikachus anymore. So either that reverted back or something. So you're definitely seeing more of a mix of common Pokemon as, as opposed to just the two or three. And again, during the Halloween event, it seemed like Meowth and Cubone replaced Pidgey and Rattata because I evolved more Marowak's. <laughs> than I have ever playing the game. So I evolved like three more when I maybe had one to begin with. So yeah, it's just, it, I, they are definitely kind of trying to play with that to, I guess, make, you know, the game more alluring. If for nothing else than to just open it up in your home area and see what's nearby. So there you go. Lots of changes with Pokemon Go. I think it's good and a real kick in the pants. Shane's still really negative on it. I don't know why. But, I mean, he's still... You know why. I say why. You're bitter about the tracking thing still, but hopefully they're going to institute the new thing in more areas. I don't know why they're still so limited. Okay, but instituting a new thing that's still not good is not, like, a fix. I still think it's way better than what they have now. Well, because they don't really have anything now. So, again, that's... It would be cool cool if they brought the hot and cold thing back. Yeah, that was way more fun. But I guess it killed servers or something. Buy more servers. Yeah. I mean, you just you made like seventy billion dollars or whatever from this. You can afford some more servers. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree. And get rid of third party trackers. Oh, it makes people so mad when I say that. But just get, you know what? It, it put put that stuff back in the game, and then the, just annihilate the third party trackers. It'll be fine. 
Yeah. Because if, if that all is in the game, then people should play the game. And yeah, they won't need those trackers yeah. anymore. I mean, it might be like, oh, you know, we know that. Well, I don't know how third-party trackers work because I didn't use it ever. But, I mean, if it's just like kind of pinpointing an area where some spawn, you'll get that from people playing the game. You don't need some sort of tracker for that. Right. Right. Well, hopefully they get that all worked out. Nope. They won't. What they want? They're changing stuff now. I'm yeah. sure they're going to get that, and then they're Gen Two changing. is going to come out, and you're going to be excited again. Just well, wait. Gen Two is a little more interesting. Maybe I don't know. I still want to see the live events. I've been saying that since we started doing this show. We still have yet to see what Niantic's going to do for. We Pokemon also live haven't events. seen what battling's like, <laughs> and that was in the like whatever, like the launch, like proof of concept sort of trailer. Trailer, yeah. So. We'll see. Maybe for Christmas. <sighs> it's just like No Man's Sky all over again. <laughs> Except I didn't pay 60 bucks for Pokemon Go. How much have, are you sure? How much have you paid for it so far? Probably 20 No, because you also got Oh, the, yeah. I did get the little wristband. Yeah, I all think, right, so 50 Close. Yeah, close. I thought, yeah. So there you go. And is it my turn to talk? Yeah. Okay. I guess. I'm just not saying anything, so I wasn't sure. Um, while we were gone... There was, uh, they promised new news, I think it was on the 24th of October, and we got a new video, which I completely forgot about, so that was interesting to me. But what's most interesting about this video to start is that they actually confirmed the final evolutions of the starters. Um, I think this is only the second time that's ever happened before the game has come out. Uh, I think uh, they did like Blaziken in Gen 3 before the game came out but not the other two for it but whatever it's really interesting that they did that um so yeah the leaks were right the second leaks when we got the demo data mined were correct but now we have names and typings so rowlet's final evolution decidueye and he is grass ghost dropping off of grass flying so that's super cool because everybody just figured he was going to be grass flying um but uh, he's got his own uh, ghost-type physical move called Spirit Shackle. It uh, makes it so that if it hits, the opponent uh, cannot flee or switch out in battle. But what's cool about it is if you watch a Japanese trailer, it also does damage. So that was a little unexpected, and it's not clear in the um, American trailer. What do you think of Decidueye? <coughs> Uh, I think he looks pretty awesome. Uh, I I I like that. I like I like the vibe he's given, like the whole like Night Ranger type of thing, and I like the whole story about the fact that he might be based on an extinct. Yeah, the Stilt Owl. From, yeah, from uh, Hawaii. I thought that was a neat little uh, little tie-in, whether he, it's true or not. I bet it is. I mean, why else would he be a gra- uh, ghost? So makes sense. Uh, Lytton's final evolution is Incineroar. He is, as the rumors uh, predicted, Fire Dark. He has a move called Dar- Darkest Lariat, and it's a dark type physical move um, that allows him to deal damage while ignoring the effects of any stat changes um, that the target may have on them. And seeing him in action, like shot Lytton up to near the top of my list in terms of these three of how much I like him. He's awesome. And I'm so team Litten all the way now. Yeah. He is going to be my Pokemon for uh sun. So I'll start with him and sun. Cause I figure like K 
counter it with something like counter the legendary on the box with something effective. So since he's steel psychic and Incineroar is fire dark, that should work out okay, uh, at least for the fire and steel part. Um, then we get the grossest Pokemon that ever existed. Poplio's final evolution has a dumb name. It's Primarina. Primarina and the Diamonds. Uh, you say that every time. I don't get it, and it's stupid. Um, <laughs> it's Water Fairy like everybody predicted. Its move is interesting, though. Its uh, signature move is Sparkling Aria, which is a water-type special move. Uh, we know it deals damage, but it also heals the burns of any target it strikes. So so all these burns you try to put on Primarina. That's stupid. Primarina can just heal that's through That's dumb, it. no. Um, but, like, if you burned an enemy and you want it to die and you hit it with this, is it going to remove the, the burn effect? It's so weird. Um, and it's ugly. This is just... I'm sorry. Even seeing it in motion makes me like it less. I will... I will get a Poplio and never evolve it, basically, is how I feel. <laughs> but uh, Poplio is not going to be my starter anymore because of this. Um, so those are the starters overall. What do you think? Now that we've seen all the forms, all of them in action. I- I'm still Team Litten. That one's my favorite for sure. Um, I, You know what? I'll, I'll give him props. The The pre-Marina thing is, is, is unique. It's different. Um, shouldn't be a starter and some people are are gonna love it um but i, I know just, i see a lot of love for it but it shouldn't be a starter i i just can't do the clown seal thing like that's it's that middle evolution not a, that's oh. not gonna i mean yeah the third evolution i know is more like mermaid or whatever and usually i would be all about right, that sorry. i really would i would be fine with that but it's kind of like i said a couple episodes ago we were talking about the whole you know gender pokemon stuff braxian is kind of the og you know Male no. Pokemon with female traits, I suppose. How would how me. would that be OG when that was last generation? You've got Pokemon before that. It doesn't even make sense. That's like a throwback Thursday picture of yourself from two years ago. I don't know. It's the same same no. thing to me. So anyway, um, but yeah, and I like uh, I like what I like Rowlet's whole evolution line. Actually, I'm I'm very tempted to play Rowlet as well because I just really like that evolution line. Mm-hmm. But I I'm unlike you. I'm only going to get one game. And I, I'm definitely doing Lynn. Yeah, I really need that shiny Rowlet now because it's so good looking. And I, hmm. I did get the plushies as no. far as the starters go. Alan got the plushies. No, I bought them with my credit but, card. But they're for Alan, right? Well, they're for us because, mm-hmm. you know, we share everything. They're for us. Because, well, I think originally he was going to get them for himself. And then when I was like, what, what? Well, I don't get plushies. He's like, well, we can get them for us. And I was like, that's better. <laughs> I guess. But I even bought I even bought a Poplio. Okay, but Poplio is still super adorable. Nothing is wrong with Poplio. It's everything after Poplio. Well, my thought was the shelf space is only so big, so I'll just have like Rowlet and Litten in front, and then Poplio will kind of be hiding behind them. <sighs> I'm going to get hate mail. <laughs> um... In this trailer, we didn't only learn about the starters. We learned about all four guardians um, for the Alola region. So we already knew about Tapu Koko. Now we have three more. We have Tapu Bulu, who is a grass fairy type, even though he's red. That's weird. Um, I thought I think everybody expected him to be fire once they saw his picture. Um, 
he has an ability called Grassy Surge. Um, it will change the field into grassy terrain where it boosts the power of any grass type moves um, used by Pokemon that are on the ground and restoring a bit of HP to them each turn. It also has the damage taken from Earthquake, Magnitude, and Bulldoze. So they're really putting some effort into these uh, abilities for the Guardians here. What do you think about Tapu Bulu? I honestly don't remember what he looks like. Why don't you have it pulled up? What show me on your iPad? No, because I've already gone to a different page. Uh, I see. just so go to Pokemon. A... No, I do. See, they're all here. Where is it? Pokemon. Pokemon Sun, Dash, Sun and Moon. Oh my god. Is there sound though? Because if there's sound, it's going to no. come through on the podcast. That's why I don't usually pull up. Uh... No, the site doesn't have sound unless you oh, watch a video. Oops. Sorry, I went to the Pokemon. No, the that's where you. That's where you should be. It's right there, Tapu Bulu in the green. This is why I have to put up with people. I'm just saying. That's Tapu Bulu. That's kind of... I like that. That's unique. I like it. It's cool. And he's grass type where it doesn't look like he would be It doesn't all. look like he's grass type at all. That is yep. kind of weird. Um, the next one we have is Tapu Lele, who is Psychic Fairy. Um, and uh, Tapu Lele has Psychic Surge, which is... Um, it turns the field into Psychic Terrain. And it boosts the power of any Psychic-type moves uh, by Pokemon that are on the ground and prevents them from being hit by priority moves. Um, this one's pretty cool looking, too. Uh, the thing about the Guardians is, like, when they close themselves up, they look like things. So, like, Tapu Koko looks like a rooster head. Uh, Bulu looks kind of like... I want to say it was more like a cow or a bull. Tapu Lele, like, it's hard to tell from the official art, but when it closes itself, it's like... A dumb butterfly face or something. It's no, it got like, like an Easter antenna. egg. No, it's, it's it totally not. looks like an Easter it's, egg. Like, it looks not. like an Easter egg that you open up and it's like, oh my god, there's a living thing inside of it. It's the candy. Not. Um, the last guardian is Tapu Fini, who is water fairy, and so kind of what we've seen so far is that your typing for your guardian is what kind of terrain you're gonna have. So we've had psychic for the psychic fairy. Uh, electric for the electric fairy and grass for the grass fairy. This water fairy one, though, uh, Tapu Fini actually has Misty Surge, which, again, you hear that. You're like, oh, totally just all about water. No. Um, it has the damage taken by Pokemon on the ground from dragon-type moves and prevents them from being afflicted with status conditions or confusion. Can I say, though, that for a water fairy type, this looks way more awesome than Pre-Marina? Well, it also doesn't look like it should be a starter, so I guess that's fine. That's true. It wouldn't be a starter. That's sure. the thing. Okay, again, because I'm just always going to complain about Pre-Marina, besides the name is so bad. Um, it just does not look like it should be a starter, and that's what bothers me. But anyway, Tapu Fini, uh, I think when you close this one up, people were like saying, oh, it's like a fish. But I think it's more like like a dolphin or a marlin or something like that, or swordfish. Yeah, I was going to say swordfish. Um probably. So that's the Guardians. The Guardians all actually have something cool, though, about them. Um, they have a unique Z-move. Uh, it's called... I forget what it's called now. That's hilarious. Oh, Guardian of Alola. So they can all use it. And uh, what it does is it deals damage equal to 75% of the target's remaining HP. So that's something you'd probably want to get out right away. Um, it's a really cool, like, this big yellow, like body comes out of the ground they close themselves up to be a head and plop it right on top of the body and then they just smash it with their fist i like it 
Uh, we've got a couple other Pokemon that were in the trailer. Uh, first, we have dumb Alolan Persian who <laughs> ate too many bees. Who looks like Garfield. I'm sorry. Looks like Garfield. <sighs> anyway, it's 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 uh, just dark type. The end. It's, it's, it's worthless. I don't like it. I think it's ugly. I, I like it for how bad it is. <laughs> it is really bad. And then we've got the adorable Cosmog, who uh, is a psychic type. And... Cosmog seems to like if you watch the English trailer, not much about it at all. If you watch the Japanese trailer, it looks to be very, 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 very intertwined with the the story and the plot for Sun and Moon because it's all over the place in these seemingly important scenes that you see in the Japanese trailer. Um, leaks show that that's something that should be related to Lunala, um, but I guess time will tell. Uh, it's also very tiny if you watch it in the trailer, um, the Japanese trailer. It's only supposed to be like eight inches, but um, it's just it's this little thing. It's so cute, and I absolutely love it. And it's I will have cute. like it looks like a piece of candy. Time. Does it? Kinda. I guess. I'm not gonna agree. Never mind. Um, the other thing in the trailer that's important is the battle tree, which looks like it's kind of the post game content. Where you will go and you'll fight other trainers. Um, I mean, it's just stuff to do at the end. But what's cool about it is that legends from other games will come and you can fight them and uh, also recruit them to fight in double battles with you. So the two they showed off were Cynthia and Wally, um, which everybody thought was really cool. But at the very end of our trailer, uh, they also showed that red and blue are going to be there and they're all adults now. And there's been so much fan art. It's been amazing. Like I have so much that I retweet and that has been sent to me. I'm like, I give it a, like the thumbs up. So why does everyone assume that red and blue are together romantically? Why if you is- wa- well, because that's what you do with two male characters on the, on the <laughs> internet. It's just, you have to do that. But also like you watch the video and just watch Blue's animations. Like, he's super gay. And he's wearing, like, capris. So there's that. Yes, but you shouldn't judge people based on stereotypes, Shane. Come on. Why not? That's what I do all the time. <laughs> um, it just makes sense, I feel like, <laughs> that they would be together. So I'm fine with it. I support it. And I wish now that there was, like... You could romance them or something. That'd be fun. Except you're like a little kid. I was like, you're like so, a little kid. No. That's so gross. that's a little weird, I guess, when you think of it like that. Are red and blue even 18? Because that's that's the part that's weird to me. I'm like, are they even like, are, please tell me they're at least 21. Probably at this point. I mean, they look like they're adults now. And, and like adult, if you look at the way. I guess the series is 20 years old. So they should yeah. be like 27. Well, no, they would be like 30. But they don't um, look 30. But, like, they're drawn in the same style as adults are in the games. So this is true. It makes sense. And it's awesome. And everybody's super pumped for them. Even even me with all my Gen 1 hate that's not totally accurate, I was pumped to see them there, too. So... When when there's romantic involvement between two male characters, you can... If they're not ugly. (laughs) You can overlook some things. I can. But, no, I was just, like, it's kind of exciting, like... That's the way you should like celebrate an anniversary thing instead of like the lowland forms are cool, I guess. Like they're not terrible. A lot of them are actually really good. But that's how you bring back some generation one stuff and not get me riled up. Not like Pokemon Go. And so that's it for like what happened on the twenty fourth with the news. Just a couple other quick things. 
Uh, in a, Actually, all around the world right now, there is the Genesect distribution for the Gen 6 games uh, here in America. It's at GameStop. Um, the GameStop I went to hadn't got their codes yet, but they can print them on receipts. Uh, so just ask um, them to do that if they haven't taken the initiative to do it already. You can also, for I believe all the regions right now, pre-download um, or pre-install rather Sun and Moon if you're getting it from the eShop. It is almost like it's over three gigabytes. So watch out for your memory cards if you have smaller memory cards. And then lastly, there was a Nintendo Minute this week um, and it focused on Sun and Moon. And they were talking about the Poke Pelago and they were talking about the different things you can do there. And now we have a new, uh, what I guess like one of the islands is a hot springs. And what they said that one is for is for breeding. So you can have breeding done there. So that's interesting. Are there not going to be daycares anymore? Is it just going to be that? Um, how, how is hatching going to work? They weren't quite clear. Um, but I mean, it's an interesting tidbit of information that was not known before. So I think that's it. There's nothing else. The end. All right. Now we just wait for the game, right? There's no, are there any announcements left? I don't know if they said there's any more information coming. Um, what's to Coro Coro will still leak, and it'll probably have some stuff in it. Whether it's stuff we didn't know already or not, I'm not sure. But that should happen sometime this week. Gotcha. And then the game is out in less than two weeks. Game is out not this Friday, but next Friday. So the next time we do a show, it'll be about the game. Um, I don't know when that's going to be because I'm literally not going to leave the house except to get food <laughs> during my six-day uh, Pokemon vacation. <laughs> I get uh, Listeners, you'll have to tweet Shane and tell him that you need him to be here. But I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to be engrossed in Pokemon. <laughs> You'll beat it within 12 hours of it coming out. Anyway. No, no. Okay, for one thing, no, because I'm going to be a completionist because I will get all of the dumb Pokemon. They don't have to be shiny yet, but I have to get all of them. And then, you know, I've got to start thinking about, like, the competitive scene because I still want to try that. And um, then I have to start trying for my shinies because I'll... Based on the leaks, we know Ditto's in the game. So that's the thing I care about just for hatching shinies because I don't care if my shinies are competitive or not. Um, but uh, I'll have my Japanese and my American copy so I can you know, transfer Ditto's back and forth so I can already start shiny hatching in these games without worrying about bringing anything over from the other games since I can't do that till January. So no... This is not going to be a 12-hour ordeal. This is going to be a six-day ordeal for me. That's <laughs> why I took six days. There's there's healthy and then there's unhealthy. All right. We got to get to an email. Uh, we didn't get a lot of tweets this week, which makes me sad. But you can send us tweets, of course. Pokestop Podcast is where you can send us a tweet on Twitter. But you can also email us, pokestoppodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's pokestoppodcast at gmail.com. And you can email us just like... Oh, wait. Breaking news that's not breaking, but I thought we should bring it up because oh we, we've been asked about this before. All right. Um, there was news in Pokemon Tournament. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, they announced a new character this week. Everybody thought it was going to be Empoleon based on the leaks from like the data mining, but somehow it wasn't, even though the last two were right. Uh, this time it's going to be uh, Croagunk. Um, and Croagunk will go live on the 10th. And it looks like it is a speed character. So they could still um, 
they could still do Empoleon. I mean, that you know, if I were to play Pokemon Tournament again, which I don't have the means to right now anyway, arcades don't have the game either. Um, I would, I would pick it Did up. You sell your Wii U? Oh yeah, a long time ago. Oh, I realize that. Um, Power Ranger convention was way more important. Um, and if they put Empoleon in there, and the Wii U doesn't get the download content anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, I would probably pick up playing the game again if it were if it, if I had access to him because I really like Empoleon. It's one of my favorite water stars because I did the other week because I was super bored. And I have the document to prove it on Google Docs. I made a spreadsheet with all the starters and ranked them and then figured out which was my favorite based on all the evolutions and which generation had my favorite starters and ranked those as well. And who won? Oshawott, of course. Oh, let me bring it up. So um, so for water type, or no, we'll go grass because we do it in order. Grass type, number one was Snivy. Two was a tie between Chespin and Rowlet. Uh, since, you know, it's a tie. Four was Trico. Five was a tie between Bulbasaur and Chikorita. And then seven was Turtwig. For fire, Cyndaquil got number one, Chimchar number two, Litten number three. Chimchar and Litten were just one point off each. Wait, you you actually ranked? I used points, you yeah. used points? Yeah. It's like a well, beauty how, contest. How else would you do it? Because if I'm, if I'm, ranking, I'm ranking each um, evolution. So this is their line. So, like, when I say Snivy was number one for grass, that's the Snivy line. Just so you know, Snivy got the first spot on all evolutions for grass. Um, but anyway, uh, Chimchar was second. Linton was third. Charmander was fourth. Tepig was fifth. Torchic was sixth. And Fennekin was dead last with all of the loser spots for Fennekin. Uh, Fennekin is awesome, nope. though. So, this list is already invalid. Water? Um, Invalid list, wrong, inaccurate information. Water was Oshawa being number one, of course, across all the evolutions. Piplup was second. Froakie was third. Squirtle was fourth. Poplio was fifth. Uh, Totodile was sixth. And Mudkip was seventh. So what that meant, after I did more math, was that for each generation, if you put that all together, my favorite generation of starters, Gen 5. Easy. I mean, I could have told you that without having to do math. Then a tie for Gen 4 and Gen 7, then Gen 2, then Gen 1. Gen 1 wasn't last. Gen 6 is second to last, and last is Gen 3. Of course Gen 3 was last. Why? Why, of course? Haven't you, haven't you said those are like your least favorite games before? No. Gen 3 is not my least favorite game. Oh, no. Gen, Gen 4 Gen, is your least favorite Yeah, games. Gen 4 is my least favorite to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was second, tied with uh, Gen the current... Or, yeah, about to be current generation for starters. Interesting. Yeah. You know, Gen 7 would have been like neck and neck. Or it would have pushed ahead of Gen 4 if it wasn't for Poplio. Poplio ruined it for everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> Litten's line came in third and Rowlet's line came in second. But Poplio was number five for water. So I want to know if any listeners out there have tables and spreadsheets of rankings. Like I'm Shane sure does. they do is the thing. <laughs> I'm sure this is like one of the like least nerdy. You need a, you need a YouTube things. channel where you do a two hour analysis explaining your spreadsheet and why you rank them the way you did. Well, I think that's what you need. I would totally talk about it too. Cause it's fun. Like I had so much fun making this spreadsheet it's it's a blast fun sounds super fun it was all right you're just jealous you don't have a spreadsheet <laughs> I'll, I'll do a spreadsheet right now <laughs> flap 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 as i'm hitting the keyboard yes. random numbers whatever all right 
Can I get to the email now? Or yeah, are you going to interrupt no more, again? There's no more breaking news. That wasn't breaking at all. We just skipped it. I was going to say, how's the spreadsheet breaking news? No, the, we oh, talked man. about Pokken Pokken, Pokken, Pokken. Pay attention. All right. I'd already seen the news on Pokken. I forgot to bring yeah, it up, Yeah, but you though. didn't talk about it. I so didn't. I didn't. I'm horrible. person. Well, I like you. I don't have an arcade near me to play it, so it's kind of like I wish. Round, I see. I see all this poking news. Like it doesn't matter. I wish round one would get it. And I'm surprised they don't have it. Dave and Buster's may get it too because they started getting different import yeah. games that round one doesn't have. Even so, I saw like yeah. they have different music games, and I kind of want to go to Dave and Buster's because of that. There's a little bit of a friendly battle going on. There. Well, not friendly, but you know. no, because round one would crush them because they're a better place. <laughs> anyway. To the email from, I, I always want to say Norman, but it looks like the name is Noman. Noman is the name. There's no R there. Noman C sent us an email saying... No Man C? Not No Man's Sky? Get it? That's what you said. Get out. All right. Anyhow, uh, the email goes like this. I had to jump on this immediately. This tweet is really a media marketing thing, but is also an insight as to how the game works. Pokemon spawn more frequently with more phone signals. The, the, the subject of this email was Pogo Halloween. So this is, this okay, so goodbye. Uh, the more cell phones in the general vicinity, the higher the spawn rate. Also, lots of spawns are variable-based. Adjusting the numbers are a little more complex than we'd like to think. Um, just to throw it out there, I think that is kind of right. And I always theorized based on my time with Ingress... Because Ingress has this thing called XM, and it's like the little dots that you collect that are like filling your energy bar. Well, my point is, those XM are concentrated excuse me, in areas where there's heavy cell phone usage. So I think a lot of that data mapped over to Pokemon Go as these are the thick grass. So in the early beta, you actually saw the thick grass that would overheat the phone. Uh, these are the same thick grass areas where Pokemon tend to spawn. So I, I do think there is some truth to that. Anyway, going back to the email. Spawn rates are also affected, as far as I've experienced, by weather and time. I live in Houston, and there's been quite a few rainy days since the game launched. Each time I got higher water Pokemon rates. At night, I'd see more ghost types as well. I definitely see more Zubats at night, but I don't really see the other stuff. But interesting. You know what I see at night on my phone? What? Text messages, because I don't play this garbage game. <laughs> you, you would not have agreed to do this show if you didn't play it at one point. Anyway. It was just a means to an end. Uh, finally, as a side note, if you look at the version number in the bottom right corner of the settings screen, it has always been 0.x, like in beta. I feel like these shifting decisions and experimental features are a massive beta test to see how it would all work practically at the full launch. Again, that email from No Man. Uh, thank you for the email. And uh, I do think you are right with the beta thing as well. And that's why Shane needs to calm down because Ingress was like this in beta for damn near a year. I think it was considered a beta until at least the iPhone version was out. So, you know, again, I think there's a lot more to come. So we'll see. Uh, you know, again, I want to see the live events. Uh, I'd like to see some of this battling and some of the other stuff they talk about. So uh, the tracking would be cool. So, But at least you notice things are moving forward and they are trying to make changes. And it's not like they're just letting the game hang in limbo. So I think that's promising as it is. So there it is. If you want to email us, pokestoppodcast at gmail.com. But I think that is everything on our agenda. Did we miss anything this week, Shane? Are we good? Mm, probably fine. Anything you have to talk about urgently with Pokemon? Uh, there, I'm not sure if we have like 
international listeners. You never know. But uh, there was an interesting uh, thing on uh, Cerebi. Uh, apparently, if you're in the UK, you can go to a, a Sun and Moon launch party uh, on November 22nd at some place called the Old Truman Brewery. It's from 5 to 10. There are tickets only. But if you go there and you have the um, virtual console Gen 1 games, they're going to be giving out a special Mew that you can uh, bring into Sun and Moon huh. in January. So oh, that's cool. Um, that's that's interesting. I'm surprised they don't do anything like that for us. I still need to get those on my DS. Even as much as I, you know, the, I have all this hate for Gen 1, I still want to have those at some point on there. But... Okay, that's that's it. No um, more spreadsheets to discuss. We've already talked about my shiny spreadsheet, so <laughs> that, right. that that's on hold right now until I get uh, till Sun and Moon come out. I'll start redoing it. Can I look at your Google Drive for any other spreadsheets you might have? I don't think there's any other spreadsheets. All right, there. Uh, that's it. That's gonna do it for this episode of the Pokestop Podcast. We will see you when Sun and Moon launch. If we can get Shane away from the games, you won't. So we might have to do a show like the night before the games come out. So no, because I'm getting the Japanese ones. So that the night before Thursday, that, so Wednesday that. night is what you're saying. Yeah, because Wednesday night is when I will be okay with uh, doing. So something. we might have to do one last pre-show before we lose Shane for a while. Forever. Anyway, <laughs> that's gonna do it. Uh, we'll have a good week. Have a good couple weeks, everybody. We'll see you next time here at the Pokestop Podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pokestop Podcast. The Pokestop Podcast is an OLR Studios production. For more information on our network of other geek culture shows, visit vognetwork.com.